Hi everybody, this is Dr. Sam Byrne and I'm your host for another edition of iClarity Podcast. This is a show that offers holistic ideas in the area of eye wellness, vision, the brain, and health. I'm going to take some questions today on cataracts and the first one is from a lady named Tess. She is suffering from a trauma-induced cataract and her question is, um, would she use the same protocol that I'm recommending for people that just have regular cataracts? So a traumatic cataract is caused by uh, a blunt trauma or a penetrating ocular trauma that disrupts the lens fibers uh, and can um, cause a cloudiness in the lens of the eye. And, you know, a cataract is really a metabolism problem where we're not getting enough um, ATP produced by the mitochondria, which uh, mitochondria is very important in terms of helping to get rid of metabolic waste. And so a cataract occurs when free radicals start to accumulate in the lens fibers. And uh, if it goes unchecked, eventually uh, you'll have to take the lens out of your eye and they'll put in an intraocular lens. So in this particular situation, my advice would be to, uh, to work with two sets of eye drops. I would do the MSM eye drops. Uh, these are sulfur-based eye drop. And I would probably put a few drops in the corner of each of the eyes and then I would do the eye massage for about 30 seconds. And the MSM eye drops are anti-inflammatory. They also um, soften the cornea and Im improve permeability. And then I would add the Cineraria eye drops uh, immediately afterwards. I would do those three times a day. So the MSM kind of set up the Cineraria drops to penetrate more deeply into uh, the eye, especially the lens of the eye, which could start uh, dissolving some of the, um, the opacity that's formed. I would also uh, supplement with um, glutathione. I would do a sublingual glutathione spray, and I would also do um, an eye vitamin. Um, you know, it's really important in terms of glutathione. This is a, a very important antioxidant that um, helps in a lot of areas in the body, but especially in the eyes. In fact, there's some research studies that say that when glutathione is at low levels, um, a person has a higher risk of developing cataracts. So I would take the, um, the glutathione spray, but I would also um, supplement with um, foods, things like um, arugula, bok choy, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, radishes, turnips, watercress. So I would be adding a lot of the cruciferous vegetables. They're high in sulfur, which um, actually helps produce glutathione. I would also do methylation nutrients, the vitamins B6, B9, B12. Uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, functional medicine doctor, has uh, written a lot about the methylation ingredients that actually help the body produce more glutathione. Some of the top folate foods that I use are garbanzo beans, pinto beans, lentils, spinach, asparagus, avocados, beets, black-eyed peas, and broccoli. 
Also, selenium is a really important uh, trace mineral antioxidant, and this can also support uh, the glutathione production, so things like Brazil nuts, halibut, uh, grass-fed beef, uh, eggs, and spinach. So um, I think what this, um, this lady Tess needs to do is she needs to really um, boost her antioxidants to see if she can begin to, to dissolve the cataract. Uh, certainly, this is a little different situation than, um, you know, somebody, an elder who's, who's having a metabolism problem with the lens of the eye. If there has been trauma, of course, I would maybe consider things like craniosacral therapy to see if you could release some of the trauma and improve the circulation around the eyes and the brain. I might also do acupuncture as well. So I hope that helps you. Best of luck to you, Tess. This is question number two, and uh, this is a woman. She's asking, how long will it take uh, to get rid of my stage one cataracts using MSMI drops and the cataract cinerary eye drops? I really appreciate your response. Okay, in my clinical practice, I have found that it takes anywhere between three to six months to uh, reverse uh, stage one cataracts. Um, I would also um, consider adding glutathione and an eye vitamin or food nutrients that are very high in um, the carotenoids, lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, beta-carotene, uh, bilberry, um, taurine, and the trace minerals. I would also take a look at um, doing more hydration, uh, reducing the inflammatory response in the body, adding probiotics, um, releasing any stress or trauma that's in the eyes and the body, um, check into electromagnetic pollution, uh, either the wireless uh, that we're inundated with or even just computer use. Uh, I would also consider, um, you know, reducing gluten, dairy, and sugar, um, especially in the, uh, the sugar and carbohydrates. Uh, if those are out of balance, you have a higher risk of developing cataracts. So I probably would do a lot of things in addition to the MSM incineraria, but I've had really good success with reversing stage one cataracts. And I think if you add all of these things, you have a good chance to doing that. Okay, a third question that, uh, uh, that is being asked now is, uh, some folks are wondering about research that uh, is out there in terms of you know, reversing cataracts. And uh, so I want to list a couple of studies that, uh, that I have found. Um, there's one study that came out. This was a, a vitamin C uh, that was used to prevent cataracts in women. Um, and this was a study that was published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. There's definitely a correlation between low levels of vitamin C and cataract formation. Uh, in another study, this was actually done and published in the American Academy of Ophthalmology. Uh, this goes way back uh, in 2001. Um, supplementing with vitamin C and vitamin E actually showed a modification of uh, reducing the progression of cataracts. Uh, in another study, um, bilberry and vitamin E, that combination actually reduced uh, cataract Formation in 97% of the patients uh, that were uh, were in this study. 
And this is also in another um, clinical, clinical ophthalmology journal. Uh, dietary lutein uh, has also been found that this actually lowers the risk of developing nuclear cataracts. These are the cataracts in the center of the eye. Uh, by reducing the risk uh, of by 70% in those under the age of uh, 65. So we have lots of uh, data here in terms of cataract formation. If you're a smoker, if you um, ingest a lot of sugar, if you have low levels of vitamin C and vitamin E, uh, if you have low levels of lutein, um, these are all uh, things that we have seen, we've charted in our research uh, that can help reduce cataracts. Now, does it work in 100% of the cases? Absolutely not. There are some people that even when we do these alternative therapies, uh, they still develop cataracts and they need surgery. Uh, but I would say the majority of people, if they can start um, improving their diet, by increasing their antioxidants, uh, especially in the early stages of cataracts, at the very least, they can reduce the progression of cataract formation. And we're going to start seeing this more in the mainstream. I know right now, um, this is uh, certainly in my practice, I've been doing this a long time, um, I have had great success in reversing early stages of cataracts. But we're trying to put it out there in the general eye care field in, um, in educating doctors that there might be some other possibilities. So um, check that out. You know, it's, it's not for everybody, but um, it's very exciting to realize that you can improve your eyes, improve your vision, even as you get older. Isn't that cool? Well, that's all the time I have for today. Um, I want to thank you so much for tuning in again. It's been awesome. Uh, keep those questions coming. And until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.